Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Broncos live, and as my guy, I'm Heem Gee says in the comments, <laughs> presented by DraftKings. There Sports we go. Book. Yes. As we get started here, gotta crack open myself a liquid oh. death. Oh, I'm cracking open you a liquid sure death as well. It's pretty much a Friday. You sure you don't want uh, a little shot in that? I mean, I would. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think I said last time I had the severed lime. Mm. that uh this would be perfect for a tequila soda yes you did and what hank what do you have oh i've got the mango chainsaw oh <laughs> yeah. yeah just uh actually i was thinking about making a drink with the same name so i'm, I'm a little bit upset that liquid death oh took yeah that from me. you were thinking yeah. the, the chisholm mango chainsaw the chisholm yeah, the, chainsaw the ch- oh <laughs> yes the chisholm chainsaw dude that's just liquid death mango and whatever uh, your alcohol of choice is that's it's, a chisholm wow. chainsaw it's really true wow. alex here says play clock hit zero and the ball was being snapped just as i went for my comment well done folks mm. yep jose said no delay of game good omen for tomorrow we oh. there oh, there was no delay of game but ali got a <laughs> false start a holding <laughs> wow. and a personal foul right as wow. it's all started no so, one else so, saw that so does this mean that we have to make up like a first and 30 but we got a whole show to do it yep okay. exactly yeah, okay. so start chipping away at it you have to start calling her garrett bowls the, the inner oh that's <laughs> mean. Wow. The internet on my computer died and it was just a little chaotic but we didn't get the delay of game that's what counts around here we like accountability just yep. put it on yourself and move on yep. <laughs> or just throw your hands up in the air and be like me what no, no. no. just do tom mcmahon all my fault <laughs> right, i right, screwed right. up yeah uh, yep. everyone should be mad at me yeah. not you know uh whoever brandon mcmanus yeah wow what a night for I mean, him what a week for him yeah seriously oh, i was trying to write last night 
but like usually there's a little bit of Twitter drama. And you're like, oh, okay, what what happened? But then when you're like working and it takes forever to figure out what's even happening, that was a brutal one. I still don't know what happened. Yeah, I know. Honestly, I mean, I'm like at ninety percent. If we want to open up this can of worms, I can give you guys at least a little bit of a rundown. Um, Brandon McManus got trolled on Twitter, took the bait after the game. We talked mm-hmm. about it. Remember, mm-hmm. it was the one eight hundred contacts yep. or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, he threw his teammates under the bus. Yeah, very obviously. Yeah. Um. And then he was able to, like, the guy who's been trolling him just, like, kept going and kept going. And I, in an attempt to clap back at him, Brandon McManus tweets out that, like, the two of them together are donating $10,000 to a charity. Almost like they had come, they had, like, made peace, right? right? right and right. they're going to they're gonna make a donation to this charity. Right. Well, that all sounded good and fine until the other guy said, I have nothing to do with this. I don't know what he's talking about, which... Yeah. Again, it's a troll. You have to kind yeah. of take everything sure, with a grain sure, of salt. Sure. But but, it, but when it comes to donating to charity, you feel like you would take uh, s- some uh, responsibility for that, or, or you would take some uh, credit. Yeah, credit, credit. That's I, the word. It was really weird. The guy denied it, and everyone's like, "Why did you choose this charity?" Yeah. Then the charity had like a kind of like funky website. It it is a real charity. Was able to confirm that. Okay. Um. So it was just a really odd thing, and like. All I can say about this without, you know, jumping to any conclusions or anything like that is oh, just... well, then what's this all about? <laughs> it's just, use the mute button. Use the block button. Oh, You're a professional athlete. Yes. You don't need to be going down into the mud with the trolls. No, and, and the crazy thing, too, is with the kicker position, you would think that's such a, a mentally tough position and Brandon has used that to his advantage so many times. I mean, 10 for 10 in a Super Bowl run. He was a huge yeah. reason the Broncos won the Super Bowl. I'm just surprised that this a, a random internet troll is able to get in his head. Yeah, I and am you, too. You uh, have to think, yeah. though, that like at some point tomorrow on game day, he's going to be like, yeah, I'm going to... I'm gonna prove it to that guy. <laughs> no. You oh, hope no. it's not that like as bad. he's going. That it's gonna cross his mind. Like with all this drama, this thing is going to cross his mind at some point tomorrow. I would make a bet that it's gonna cross his mind at some point during the game. He's gonna be like, "Oh yeah, remember that thing that happened?" We gonna stick hope, it to him. I hope not. <laughs> everyone needs stick it to him by making an extra point. Everyone needs a friend who they can rely on to tell them if this is a good dunk on someone and if it's uh, worth it. Like, for me, it's Allie. I'll always be like, is it worth it for me to tweet this? And she'll be like, mm, probably not. Or she'll be like... We talk about the amount of times I've been like, mm, probably not. <laughs> See, that's the thing about Most those times. tweets. And yeah. then I don't do it. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes she's like, all right, that's actually funny and like not mean and it right, won't get right, you right. in trouble. So yeah. go ahead and send it. Yeah. I don't think BMAC had that person on this. <laughs> no. Vaughn got what? traded. Ah, uh, fair enough. Vaughn now trying to make good friends with OBJ. I guess he is they good, friends, good friends, friends with him. Friends. But I mean, yep. uh, trying to lure him to Buffalo. Also... Is that OBJ healthy? Do we even know that? No, I I don't think I don't think he's healthy until like the end of this month ish. At least yeah. that's kind of like what the original. That'd be like the was. earliest. Like yeah. it's if it's just a pure ACL tear, you every, sometimes get back starting in nine months. Every yeah. time a receiver on any team takes a false step, their entire fan base says sign OBJ. <laughs> it's very true. And it's like he's can't play. Not yeah. not nope. ready. Yet. Not even. I don't think he's close. But he's living. He's doing the OBJ World Tour. Yeah. Speaking of injuries. 
Uh, where are we at on that front, Zach? Good news, and I hate to say that when it comes yeah. to injuries when talking about other teams. So I'll start with the good news for the Broncos. Okay. Russell Wilson, not on the game status report. He has no designation, meaning he is completely ready to go. So he said he was super confident he was going to play, and that is backed up by today. Russell Wilson is going to play Great news? Yes, great news. Yes, great news. But then there's some bad news as well. Uh, Quinn Minert's not going to play. We've talked not about just him. how much of an upgrade he would be on the offensive line if he hmm. does play. He's out. P.J. Locke's out. Jonathan Cooper's out. Aaron Patrick's out. No surprise on any, any of those guys. And really, those guys, just a blow to the special teams unit. So Dwayne Stooks, got to have some guys step up. Questionable. Darius Phillips, Tyree Cleveland. Again, special teams guys. But then Billy Turner listed as questionable i would be shocked if he played yeah why what yeah. are we what are we wasting our time with on it, that no mm-hmm. i i don't and it's funny when i tweeted it out pretty much all of the replies to that were no he's out yeah, no, he's yeah, out. yeah. <laughs> That's how, that was my exact <laughs> yeah. like of all times to play him you're gonna do it on a thursday unless he was ready to go last week yeah and so you were saying like ah, oh, let's just buy him four more days yeah um, has he been a full participant in practice? Um, I believe today he was a full participant, uh, but the rest of of the days this week he was. Uh, where is he? He was no, he was limited every single day. He's not playing. Yeah, and and and, so. and and honestly, it just doesn't make sense, especially week four. It just doesn't make sense to rush or week five. It doesn't make sense to rush him back, but especially is he the difference between you winning and losing this game? No, I don't think so. They don't have a Nick Bosa. They don't yeah. have a Joey Bosa. They don't have an incredible pass rusher. And it's also not like Billy Turner is going to come in and you can count on him being like a tremendous upgrade. The guy hasn't played football. I mean, literally, he hasn't had a. He's maybe had three full practices since joining the Broncos back in the spring. Yeah, it's maybe the Chargers game. That's where I'm at. Yeah, yeah, probably. Also. Quinn Miners, they call him a guard slash center. I went back down the rabbit hole, and it has always been guard slash center on the injury report. It does make you think, though. Like, why could are this... they doing that? I mean, yeah, because I mean, Lloyd played the potentially the worst game of his career this week, and Graham Glasgow has been kind of fine. Not like good, but compared to the rest of the line, fine. If I was gonna put someone at center, it would be Glasgow. Probably, yeah, I would agree. Yeah, but this, I don't know. It caught my eye. Catches your eye for Monday night against the Chargers, potentially? Potentially. Yeah. Potentially. Especially with how tomorrow goes. Uh, that That's an interesting thing. But then the other, unfortunately, good news for the Broncos. Fortunately from the Broncos, bad news for the Colts. They're without Jonathan Taylor. That is official. Ryan and, and Henry, we were kind of calling that bluff all week. It just would have been crazy. But now that's official. Mm-hmm. And that means that the Colts are without their best offensive player and their best defensive player. And we're talking about a team that's 1-2-1, one, and one, has the worst offense in the NFL, and just an average defense. And now, to be fair, they've had that average defense for the most part without Sha- Shaquille Leonard. So it's not like the, the defense is getting much worse from where they've been, but... I mean, the Broncos are just handed a gift right now, it seems. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it just it's, it's hard to even explain you know, who Jonathan Taylor is to the Colts, but like, the closest you could do is Derrick Henry, taking away Derrick Henry from the Titans. You know, like that's the closest comp. Yeah. And if you – I guess think of it this way. If the Broncos were not playing in this game, let's just say it was the Chargers – 
or even the Raiders, and you were a Broncos fan on the outside looking in, and you saw that Jonathan Taylor wasn't playing, you'd yeah. be like, the Raiders or the Chargers are winning. Yep, you know? 100%. And if it weren't for the dark cloud that's over Broncos country right now, just in terms of the, the vibes around the team, everyone would be saying, this, this should be the free pass to a win. You know, you yep. took away their best player. You took away the best player on the worst offense. Yep. That should be a death sentence. <laughs> it, it, it absolutely should be. And I think, again, if we, were, if we weren't a little too close to this, we'd be saying Broncos should win this easily. Um, but everyone's a little bit trigger shy on saying things like that because the Broncos haven't backed really anyone up on anything they've said mm -hmm. about this team so far. And just what's crazy is the Broncos, just how they're viewed right now in that dark cloud over their head, they're still only a three-point favorite. In fact, last night they were a three-and-a-half-point favorite on DraftKings. That number has come back down to three. I thought it was going to go to three-and-a-half, four, four-and-a-half when Jonathan Taylor was officially ruled out and Russell Wilson was officially ruled in. No, it hasn't changed at all. Uh, so I think this is a great opportunity for the Broncos to show, especially the offense, that they're alive enough mm -hmm to be considered a good team. Not, not, they're not going to prove anyone tomorrow that they're a contender for the Super Bowl, but they played on two primetime games. They lost one of them on Monday Night Football, and everyone now nationally doubts Nathaniel Hackett, probably more than doubts Nathaniel Hackett. And the last one they played, it was all the defense, so there's still a lot of doubting on Russell Wilson. This is a great opportunity, especially without Javante Williams, especially with pretty much just Melvin Gordon and Mike Boone, who are going to be carrying the load the most. This is a great opportunity for Russell Wilson to show on primetime that, look, I'm still here, and I should still be taken seriously. And, you know, we haven't mentioned this, but Julian Blackman, their safety, isn't playing either. He's been a starter since he got into the league three years ago. That's one of their good young players who is not out there, and now they're starting a rookie with, like, Rodney McLeod probably coming in. Mm -hmm. Those safeties are not good. And they still have uh, Stephon Gilmore. They still have Kenny Moore. Those are good football players. But all of a sudden, that secondary, even on paper, doesn't look that strong. Yeah, and that's where you start to think about attacking deep. You know, exactly. when you take yes. away safeties from a team, that's that's what pop. That's what the the alarms that go off for me is like. All right, you know, uh, start your engines, KJ Hamler. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that, absolutely. And uh, that's honestly the game plan for the Broncos to win. The Colts, one of the things they do extremely well, and probably the only thing they do extremely well on their team, especially this year with Jonathan Taylor just kind of being a average, uh, is they're great against the run. They have the second fewest yards per run allowed. I believe they're like right at three yards per allowed per run. And then pass, they're just an average pass defense. And especially like Henry was saying with some secondary, uh, some secondary members being out, this is just a huge opportunity. It does not set up for the Broncos to run the ball 30 times and Melvin Gordon to have 120 yards. I don't think that the Broncos are going to abandon the run saying that. But maybe this is a game where the running backs run 22 times and they get 80, uh, 80 yards, so under four yards per carry, but they do enough to kind of wear them down. And then this is a game where Russell Wilson definitely throws for over 200 yards, which is just crazy to say, like, it in that way, but he didn't last week, which is just so bizarre. The unders, over-unders for Russell Wilson passing yards these past few weeks have been like, of course he's going to hit the over, and then he has it, and it's like, what? 
This is this is a week for him to easily hit that 230. Would have hit it easily if Mike Boone just held on to that ball in the last play. It's true. It's true. Yep. Or if he held on to the one earlier. Or if Melvin caught the one earlier. I'm just thinking of running back drops. Because yep. um, he only fell, I think, four yards short of his total. Oh, tough. Yes, very tough. Yep. Um, I've got a stat that I think is just the stat that seals this for me mm-hmm. on my feelings of the game. And that is Russell Wilson... On Thursday night football. Mm. Russell Wilson, fourth all time in Thursday night football wins behind a couple guys you may have heard of. Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, and Peyton Manning. That sounds pretty good. Yep. In his career on Thursday night football, Russell Wilson, nine and two. Do you guys know what those two losses are? I don't. I saw your tweet. I figured you did. Uh, (laughs) One, week seven of his rookie year. His seventh start ever. Okay. Okay. Two. Last season, the game where he got hurt and didn't even finish. Ah, pretty, only pretty two good. times he's ever lost on Thursday Night Football. Nine wins in a row in between those two games since 2012 to last season when he got hurt. Um, so, Russell Wilson is the king of Thursday Night Football and the king of home primetime. That's all I need to know. I, I think the home primetime, that's an, that's an awesome stat. And I think there's maybe something to it. I don't think that's the biggest thing. But the Thursday night football thing is real because there's something different to that. Yes. But because there's a whole different setup of this week, it's yep. it's the the most different week that any team can ever have, where you have three days no with no practices, where you have to start grinding right away, especially at that quarterback position. Russ talked about it yesterday, how he was already watching film uh, on the way home on the plane, and it's just such a different dynamic. Also, just the physicality of it, getting your body ready for that. Uh, so I, I do think there's really something in that, Ryan. Totally. And I think part of it is you just game plan less. Like you do everything you can to mm. study up and get as much as you can in. This is kind of a let Russ cook game. Thursday nights, he just goes out there, shows up, and you run a lot closer to the base offense compared to what happens in a given week. Wow. So simplifying is a good thing for him or simplifying is a better thing for him than it does for other teams. Yeah. I like that second one better. That's kind of like how I used to say, like, I'm not the best of my friends at FIFA, but I'm the best of my friends at FIFA when we're drunk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that doesn't mean you're better drunk. That just means you're less. I'm less bad. Ba- than the yeah, exactly. Yes. I yes. lose less of my skills. Yes. <laughs> I think this is such a game to let Russ cook out of the gate. Mm-hmm. Don't wait until the fourth quarter when you need KJ Hamler to put him on the field and throw a 55-yard pass to him. Open the game up with that. It doesn't have to be to KJ, but to Jerry or Cortland. Do that, and then you know what? If it works, if it doesn't work, do that again in the second drive and just keep doing that, especially because what have we seen from this team? They shoot themselves in the foot over and over and over again. It doesn't matter if it's the start of a drive, if it's in the end of, of a drive. I know what you're laughing at. Um, but it, it, what? So eliminate that. Don't try to put together 12 play drives that go 80 yards. Try to just hit hit one deep. And then if you mess up, well, then you're at least settling for a field goal. Football Outsiders, with their DVOA, they have Indy as the 27th best passing defense, second best running defense. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Also is the worst team overall. Yep. Wow. Yeah, so, I mean, that that's exactly what I'm saying. Don't abandon Melvin, but this is not a game to rely on him, and that has nothing to do with the fumbling issues. It's just like, if you come into this game saying, we're going to run, 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 then you're kind of saying, like, we're not even looking at the opponent we're playing. Right, right. It's the whole, like, we don't care about them. We just do us. And that's right. not 
the right way to approach football. No, absolutely um, not. With that being said, I'm still very confident in Melvin Gordon having a good game, aside from the potential of him fumbling. Like that, mm-hmm. I definitely cannot get out of my head. No one in Broncos country can. But other than that, I'm very confident that he is going to perform well as a runner. Mm, I, I like that, and uh, I think he's going to perform well as a receiver as well. Um, I think we're going to see a great game from him because what's something Mel- or Russell Wilson has loved doing as a safety net? Checking it down to the running yep. backs. I think Melvin's going to be huge in this game in that respect as well. Yep. I really started some stuff on Twitter last night asking about trading for Christian McCaffrey. Yes. <laughs> a lot of people think I'm really dumb. A lot of people really love people from Colorado. Mm. That's kind of what I've it's learned. It's weird because I'm both. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. They, there was that report yesterday, though. Jason looking for it said in the Washington Post that a, a lot of the execs are telling him they think the Panthers are going to trade Christian McCaffrey. Mm. Just as we're talking Jason about Jason looking for one of the ones who's right or wrong. I couldn't remember, but I saw like. <laughs> okay. Damn it. Damn it. Uh, it'd be fun though. Yeah, think, he's so he, good at catching the ball. I, I think uh, he was the one that. Yeah, when he reported something with the Broncos, there was so much pushback because it's like <laughs> this dude doesn't talk to anyone with the Broncos. Oh, boy. Um, as for Christian he McCaffrey, Henry, it's like I want to be on your side so badly mm-hmm. because he's dope. He's from Colorado. He's like a legacy of the Broncos. All of the things, except for the fact that he went to Stanford instead of Thursday. CU. <laughs> um, but he has almost everything going for him, and it's just like I – especially after what we just saw happen to Javante, it's so hard to imagine investing Mm. more into that position to a player who almost more than likely is going to end up getting hurt as well. Yeah, Yeah. and that's exactly where I'm at, is just this guy since signing his big deal, and it doesn't really have to do with a big deal, but in the past two years, he's played in 10 games, not including this year, and I believe two of the four weeks so far this year, he's been on the injury report for something, if not three of the four weeks and that's just it doesn't not now you i think you made the case that uh he's not actually that much money but he's still like 10 million dollars it'd be it'd be one and a half million this year then 12 million each of the next three years but none of it's guaranteed there's like four hundred thousand guarantees okay that would be a move if you're going in on this year if you're saying that this is the year to, to really go all in and as we've kind of talked about, even right when the Broncos made the trade for us, this was never the year where it was all in. Right. The one thing was like, oh, the last two teams to win the Super Bowl were brand new quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah. Like That's like the one thread you could yeah. kind of hang on to. Otherwise, you kind of had the feeling it's, it's, a, it's a building process. you got to get there eventually. It would be exciting to see CMC in mm-hmm. orange and blue. It, it, um, it he just looks so good right now. I went back and watched his game last week. He just looks incredible. He looks as good as he ever has. Like, Saquon's the only player who's put up a higher percentage of his team's yards from scrimmage so far this year. Did you know that Saquon Barkley is the lowest? So he has the most fantasy points of any running back um, Uh in football right now. It's the lowest through four weeks since, like, Curtis Martin in the early 2000s. Running backs just aren't producing at nearly the same rate anymore. Offenses aren't. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I've been crushing on unders, and yeah, uh, that's really smart. And uh, maybe we'll get into that with our with our Broncos pick. But one more thing on C Mac, I mentioned how Russ has just love relying on the running backs out of the backfield. Mm -hmm. I think that would honestly be the most exciting part of bringing him in. Obviously, he'd still be a runner, Mm -hmm. but that would be really exciting. And the same thing that you feel about Melvin, though, of like worrying every time he runs the ball, he's going to fumble it. 
With CMC, it's every time he runs the ball, you're worried he's going to get hurt. 100%. And that's why I'm out on it. It's just because that's who he's proven to be right now. But you still do have about three weeks until the trade deadline. So you don't need to be making decisions now. If the Broncos roll some off and then you're thinking, okay, maybe this is their year. Then you think more seriously about Mm -hmm. it. But if they're right around 500 still and the Panthers are in it enough where they want too much for for C-Mac, then it's going to be pretty obvious that that's not in the cards. The yeah. best case that you made, and I think it was in our texts last night, was just maybe the owners want to make a big splasher. Totally. Did you say that on Twitter too? Like, uh, I didn't say on Twitter. The Like the Walton Penner group comes in and they're like, man, what would make people love us more than bringing the Colorado kid home? Yes. You know, <laughs> the Ed offense McCaffrey's needs juice. Son, the, yeah. You need to add something to that passing game. But the owners aren't getting credit for this. No, no. But it would just be like the Broncos do the vibe. It would really help the vibes. I think. Yeah. And for I mean, until he's hurt, I'll love it for 10 That's minutes. Until he gets hurt. I will say like, you don't need to be competing for a Super Bowl to add. You know, this season's about getting the playoffs. You have something to build off of. If you finish the season with seven wins, you're two years out at best mm-hmm. from competing for anything. Mm-hmm. And so if, if you can just take a little bit of a step, find a little bit more of an identity, give yourself something to build, give, give yourself something to build off of, I, I don't hate the idea of adding to a 5-5 five and five team. Yeah, and yeah. at the same time, you have uh, you need a running back to start next year. But, exactly. but the question is, okay, then money actually is a factor. If, you, if you're mm-hmm. keeping him for next year, too, then, then you count in 12 mil. Yeah, but there's <laughs> other guys you have to pay. Uh, yep. But then what are you giving to, to, to trade for him? It's not like you're just acquiring him. The rumor from Jason LaConfora, who uh, <laughs> he was saying that during the draft they wanted a, a young player in a first round pick. Oh, okay. and obviously, well, that's the thing though is nobody's doing that. Yeah. Nobody's okay, doing why he's that. still there. But exactly. Then, uh, so I mean, what does it come down to? Because the Broncos still aren't going to trade a third round pick. Then they don't you have don't a pick so? until day three they, next year. They have two thirds next year. They have two thirds. Yep. Okay. And I mean, I give up more than just a. Th- Ah, okay so then you're giving up the two thirds and the thing is if you're going to use the third round pick on a running back which you might not you might use a fifth or a sixth you just need a running back to start next year somehow so maybe they do add one but free agent running backs there's never anybody there no free but but going the route of paying running backs Ah. isn't the way to go the panthers just showed you that with christian yeah but you can get out of it whenever yeah i'm out now now that we're now that we're talking about what you have to give up and uh, that's just that's not so the other what would you what's the max you'd give up um uh, knowing the you're taking I, the contract and you're taking it for next year too i would give up so next year's not guaranteed none of it but is. it's kind of a nice thing to have in your back pocket yeah. if you want um i, I guess I, I would give up a day three pick so i give up a fourth okay you can't go into next year's <laughs> okay. draft especially with george payton with no picks in day one or so day two i'm i disagree on can't i agree on won't right 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 so you would give up two-thirds i give up a third Two thirds. They say that's the price. A third and a player. Nope, he's yours. The two thirds. Fine. Yeah. Okay. There fine. you go. I, okay. I, so no, you no, 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 damn you well. drive a hard bargain. <laughs> I do it. Uh, it we'll, just we'll they just need that juice. Just any sort of juice would go such a long way in this offense. A third and Jerry Judy, for C Mac. Third and Albert Owen. It's there done. was a pers- third and Albert Owen. The difference between <laughs> Albert Owen and Jerry Judy. You can't. You can't afford to trade Judy. You don't have any anyone else who gets open. Okay. I mean, unless you're planning on playing C-Mac at receiver. Yep. Good. <laughs> Protect him a little bit. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So let us know. Would you trade knowing what it is? What, what should we put it at? 
Two thirds for two, C-Mac? Let's just, yeah, let's, two thirds for Christian McCaffrey. No one ever trades wants to trade players on the team. So true. that's very true. Let us know in the comment section. And speaking of the comment section, hit us with a thumbs up mm-hmm. on YouTube if you're tuning in. We'd really appreciate it. Subscribe as well. We got a little different pod schedule this week with the game. We're gonna be doing tomorrow after the game. We got one coming Friday as well. Tailgate tomorrow too. Oh, tailgate tomorrow. So you gotta smash that subscribe button, turn on alerts, and give us a like so you know when anything's coming. And that's tailgate show. Which will also be the tailgate. Yes, exactly. We'll also have a real tailgate. A lot of, a lot of tailgating going on. So much tailgate. I. No, that's not something to complain about. No, it's not. I love Thursday night football, but I gotta say, I've thought many times today. Oh, it's Friday. No, it's Saturday. No, it's it's Wednesday. Yep. Like, what is going on right now? For us, though, it's kind of like having a like a, a Friday off, you know, type of thing. Right. Because our week is just like so microwaved. It feels like it's a short week, like a literal, like there's less days in the week. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a Saturday, except we have a pod in the afternoon. Yeah. And the pod's great. So. Exactly. (laughs) Something else you got to check out. We're getting score predictions on the other side. Yeah. We're getting score predictions on the other side. Little tease. Thanks for helping me out. There is Ryan mentioned it. The tailgate. Mm. Tomorrow, we've got the tailgate. You've got to come swing by. Make sure to make sure to get your tickets beforehand. Uh, of course, it's in the sports fan parking lot mm. right outside of the stadium. It is the best view, something we don't talk about a lot. It's the best view of downtown and the stadium mm-hmm. you can get while you're throwing back some Breck brews. You're eating some delicious food. So make sure to check us out. And members get a discount. So make sure you use that special member link if you're a member in order to get your tailgate tickets. It's going to be a blast tomorrow. My girlfriend, her brother is coming for this game. His flight lands at 3.30 tomorrow. Ooh. And we've been saying for months, like, change that flight. Yeah. And he's like, oh, it's like 80 bucks, 100 bucks, whatever. And it's like, well, nobody's picking you up. You have to, you have to Uber <laughs> to the game, and you don't get, you get, to, you get one hour at the tailgate, maybe. Mm. It's just a... Still hasn't changed it? No. Damn. I just can't believe it. Does he watch the show? <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. This is my last plead. All right. I also want to remind you guys to brutally murder your thirst. Ooh, and yes. Just watch it die wow. the slow, painful death that you can when you have some liquid death. Wow. Um, that's what it does. That It'd be a really it slow death. Just like if you were getting... rings the neck of your thirst. If you were getting chopped up by a mango chainsaw, <laughs> yeah, just, that would take forever to I kill don't you. Think so. I think that would kill you pretty. Depends much on right where away. the start. I mean, but it's made of mango. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> yeah. uh, if it was made of mango. I'd hope it's some really unripe mango, so it's oh. hard. Or could you imagine if Up it's like dome. wet? <laughs> oh, man, no way. I don't think it would kill you if it, if it wasn't that way. It would just, just take a long time. Enjoying it. Yeah, but that's not its not you that's dying. It's your thirst. That's that is true. true. That's that dying. Mango uh, can cut through water. It is. Mango can cut, uh, kill thirst. Uh, they've got three flavors actually severed lime which is my favorite so far i haven't even had the mango one yeah which is crazy because it's a black and gold can you'd yeah. think i would want to try that one first simple you man got the csu colors go Rams. i know wow. go Rams. i'm a big lime guy i love lime yeah. huh. i just had these um chicharrones that were tahine flavored from i think it's called 4505 is like okay. the company oh my god so much lime so much chili mm. and i love lime that's why i've been rocking with the severed lime uh, they also have the mango. They also have the buried alive, ah, I think it's yes, called. Yes. Uh, and they also just have straight up mountain water, which actually slaps. And as you guys know, I uh, very harsh critic of water. I don't. I pretty much don't like any water in bottles. So the fact that I like the water in can wow. uh, is uh, slaps different. It's it hits different. So check out our friends at. Um, 
Liquid Death, and you can see them over uh, at 7-Eleven, King Supers, all those good places. Go to liquiddeath.com slash DNVR to check it out and find their, uh, the, the nearest Liquid Death to you. Murder that thirst. Throwing it back to the tailgate. Mm. When you come to our tailgate, make sure you stop in Sports Fan. It's right there. It's so convenient. You might as well just do it because they have all sorts of awesome things. They have a bunch of different Broncos baseball jerseys. They have stuff that you just can't find anywhere else. Uh, that, that location on Federal is one of four in the Denver metro area. There's two of them on the 16th Street Mall. There's one in the Park Meadows Mall. Again, they have all sorts of exclusive hat, apparel, accessories, all of that sort of stuff. So make sure that you check out Sports Fan when you come to the tailgate or if you're just around town somewhere. There we go. And uh, I knew I said something weird when Ryan gave me a smirk. And our guy Alex in the comment section points it out. He says, I said it slaps different. Slaps different. Probably meant it's different. It's a combination, dude. <laughs> slaps a combo. <laughs> well, will we have a combination of our picks? Or are we all going to be going Broncos? My guess is we probably all won't be going Colts. What do you guys think? Score prediction. Broncos, Colts, Thursday night ball. 24-10 Broncos. Blowout. Yep. Uh, I just don't think that the Colts are going to be able to get something going on offense. The Broncos are able to get a little something going on offense. Baby steps for them. Be really cool to see them score in the 30s. Um, but be. that's a, you know, I'm asking for <laughs> one point at a time. Yep, yep, 23 yep. last we week. Let's go 24 this week. We'll hit 30 by the end of the season. I love it. <laughs> um, but... I really think that the Broncos don't even have to do all that much on defense. Like, just play man, and I think they'll be fine. Mm. Now, obviously, it's not always that simple in the NFL, but I'm not scared really by the matchups of anyone other than, like, Mo Alley Cox on the linebackers. Mm -hmm. If that's your best matchup from an offensive standpoint, I think it's going to be really hard for them to uh, move the ball. What I would say for the Broncos is they, they want to, you got to try and do what you can to take away big plays. Um, without that, I think it's be really hard for the Colts to kind of pick you apart and go down the field surgically. Yeah, I, I like that a lot. Henry? I can't say that the Broncos are going to score more points than they have this season. Um, I'll just – I'll take one point off both. I'll say 23-9. Give hmm. up a few field goals, no okay. touchdowns. Same score as Monday Night Football, I think. Maybe that's a sign. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I think yeah. you're right. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I mean, 23 points – yeah, a few field goals in there, a couple touchdowns, enough to to not have like a bad week next week, but still have plenty of people upset about something. <laughs> well, you've got to have that. We got twelve <laughs> days before the next game. Got to be something to talk about. Uh, the Colts worst scoring offense in the NFL, averaging fourteen point two five points per game. Broncos fourth worst, averaging sixteen and a half. I think the Broncos are going to be better than that. I think the Colts are going to be worse than that. I think the Broncos are going to get 17 points. <laughs> and I think the Colts are going to get 13 points. I have this oh. the closest game for all of us, but especially Thursday night ball. It's going to be a slugfest. Russ has been limited, uh, and it's just going to be a, a what? It's unlimited. He's, yeah, he's <laughs> Mr. Unlimited. But, guys, we all have this way under. I've got a 30-point mm -hmm. game. Ryan, you've got... 34. 34, and Hank, you've got 32? Yep. The over-under right now is 43. Yeah, I don't know where that's coming from. <laughs> <laughs> we love the under here. and uh, Also, primetime unders are hitting at a historic rate. 
Really? Yeah. I mean, I guess under is for the most it's part. Like every the week, primetime. the primetime games are under. Yeah, the, and the, the only concern I have about this game, so I don't love the Broncos covering the three, three and a half. I do love them winning this game. I'm very confident about that. But this game kind of reminds me of a few years ago. Giants coming into town. Mm, they have an old Eli us. Manning that can't do anything. Pretty immobile quarterback, a team that has really... They were starting like three practice squad wide receivers. Exactly. Their wide receivers were demolished. It was a primetime game again. Sunday Night Football. And they came in and just steamrolled the Broncos. Now, obviously, big differences between those teams. Broncos had Trevor Simeon. As much as I love Trev, he's no Russell Wilson wow. here. But like Matt Ryan, Eli Manning, probably two comp quarterbacks then. That's the only thing that really scares me is just like, what if Matt Ryan, this is his game where he like puts a team on his shoulders? And I think Matt Ryan is so overrated and has been, so I'm not worried about that. But that's just the only comp I can really think of, of, of why to be scared. Last time Matt Ryan came to Denver, it was not pretty. It was like the beginning of the narrative that the Broncos can't cover tight ends and mm -hmm. running backs at the time out of the backfield. Um, it was Tevin Coleman and that's it right. was Devontae Freeman. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure Matt Ryan ended up throwing for over 300 yards with like 150 of it going to those two. That was the last time he was here. He's very capable. Like, uh, I don't want to underestimate him too much. And the Broncos have historically struggled against these older quarterbacks like you're mentioning. Um, but that being said, there's no excuse for the defense this week to not bow their backs and stop the run like you have the first three weeks. And get after the passer like you had the first three weeks. Last week was a failure in both of those regards. There's no reason you can't do that this week. The offensive line is subpar. The quarterback can't move. He's not having a good season. His arm seems down. This should honestly, like, it should be a blowout. It, it, should, it should be. be. And, uh, Ryan, what I think the Broncos should do is they should have eight in the box and bring six to eight guys. Okay, maybe not eight. They should bring six <laughs> to seven eight, baby. guys <laughs> every single play. Okay, maybe five to seven guys every single play. And focus, one, on stopping the run, and then two, just getting after Matt Ryan. If this secondary gets burned, well, okay, good job, Matt Ryan. You, you did the unthinkable. But it's not like the Raiders had a great running game coming into last week. So even though the Colts don't have Jonathan Taylor, that's still my number one priority on defense. All right, both of you said uh, you can't predict the Broncos to score more points than they have this season. Yep. Can you predict Melvin Gordon to have less fumbles per game than he's had this season? Man, I mean, he's got <laughs> to, right? He's got to hold on to the ball. I think the coaches are to the point where they are literally telling him, go down. It's okay to go down if, if fighting for more yards, which they want running backs to do. If fighting for more yards is going to cause a fumble, I'm going to say no. He holds on to it. No fumble. I'm going out on a limb. Plus 150. Wow. I don't know if those are actually the, the lines. But... Unfortunately, they don't give you lines on that. <laughs> that is such a shame. I'll, I'll say no fumble. Wow. I, I may have to switch. If you're saying no fumble, I, I, I'm going to have to switch. I hate it. I, uh, I he, he All he does so far is fumble. Like, he just it just fumble, 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 fumble. But I nobody fumbles this much. Yeah. Nobody does. Yeah. It's impossible. So I have to say no because it, on a, on a sports book it'd be like minus four hundred. <laughs> right, yeah, right. <laughs> Even yeah. though he has been fumbling, like yeah. you can't pick a guy to fumble again. 
I know. <laughs> Meanwhile, I, I'm going to the game, uh, and I was thinking back on this. The last two times I've been in the stadium, um, Melvin Gordon has had three fumbles. Oh, no. But and how many of them have gone for touchdowns? Oh, zero. Just one. Zero. Zero. Yep, it was uh, two against the Niners. Okay. Last uh, Sunday night. Yep. And then the one before that. Oh, did this one go for a touchdown? The one uh, against the Chiefs in week 18? I don't think it did. I don't remember that one. Okay, okay. So, so you're. I thought you were at the one where Teddy gave the the bad dive. Oh, I was at that one, oh, too. Oh, but that was... Okay, so we want to extend it like last <laughs> oh, four gosh. games you were at. But I believe after that Eagles game was the Chargers game last year, which I was at, and he did not fumble in that there one. There we go. There we go. <laughs> so oh, God. It's, it's only um, four... Four fumbles in the last four games I've been at. God, that that Chiefs and you're gonna game, be there? and I'm gonna be there. It's not looking <laughs> good. Have to take the over. Headline of the game story from uh, the AP after that Chiefs game: Bolton's fumble return sparks Chiefs' 28-24 win over Broncos. That was a Melvin Gordon fumble return. That sure. wasn't the Drew Locke one where he tried to like nope. swim move with the ball. <laughs> oh gosh, nope. I believe that <laughs> was the Melvin Gordon. Okay. Yeah, Melvin Gordon. Lost four yards and fumbled. Oh, <laughs> at man. The Kansas City 13, <laughs> at the Kansas City 13, 86-yard return. It's it's just unbelievable. I think I'll, I'll just go law of averages here with you guys and say yeah. it doesn't happen. Yeah. It yeah. can't. Yeah. But, my God, if it does, I'm going to be scared of what's going to happen. S- seriously. Like a it, riot is going to break out. It, ser- I mean, no question he's going to be booed like no other. I don't think they can put him back in the game, no. even if it happens on the first play of the no. game. I think you have to go Mike Boone the rest of the way. Um, and what happens after, though? Let's say there's a fumble at any point in this game by Melvin Gordon. Does he touch the ball the next game against the Chargers? I kind of feel like this is going to be one of those things where there's like a documentary about it 10 years from now. <laughs> it's like it's like Bill Buckner. like Straight up, like that was he fumbled six times in six games and his career was over. Yeah. Yeah. Six times in six, and that would be it yes. this week. Yeah. It's so, Isaiah McKenzie, six and six games. Oh, my God. Wow. His career is doing just <laughs> fine now. Crazy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he was a lot younger. Although, that still man, bothers he, me. There's so many people saying, like, how did the Broncos let him go? And it's like, you can't keep a guy who does that. This like, if you fumble that much, you have to get rid of it. Yes, I don't watch to. all of the Bills games, and, and certainly I'm only watching bits and pieces. I swear I see him drop a ball every single game. Oh, really? I was <laughs> yeah. going to say, I swear I, just, I see him in the, in the end zone every game. That, too. That, too. I think Josh, Josh Allen in one of the games, he, like, had McKenzie on a slant. It went right through his hands. The very next play, they Pick. went like McKenzie on a slant, and it was a touchdown. Oh, okay. So there's the one in week one where he it just hit off his chest and then went right to the defender. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Wow. There's also that one. <laughs> Jeez. Um, yeah, it's uh, everyone. Uh, again, just everyone's got to try to send positive vibes to Melvin. Yes, it's like, yes, It's yes, the only yes, thing we can try yes, to do. Yep. Yes, and if you want the Broncos to win, you have to be cheering for Melvin Gordon. Yes, 100%. Don't go – like. Seriously, don't be booing him just for going out there on no, the field. No, 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 no. Because then you're also, I mean, you're booing the offense, you're booing Russ, you're booing right. Mac, you're booing everything. So let's uh, let's try and try and rally around Melvin, give him a chance here to uh, to be the guy because I think that's what he needs to be for the Broncos. Uh, he has to go like a good few games without it happening. 
Gotta, Which is not a big start, ass. Gotta start one no. game, one game at a time, right? Yeah, this guy's needs to not fumble for like three games. That's like that feels like a huge <laughs> ask right now. It does. It it really does. Uh, so Ryan, you had twenty four ten. Yeah. All right, I love it. And Henry, you had twenty three to nine. Yep. Let's get to some other games in the division right now, and don't let us forget to do our survivor picks after this. Oh yeah. Chargers at Browns. Is this a couple two and two teams? I believe it is a couple two and two teams, and uh, one of these teams is going to be three and two. One of these teams is going to be two and three. The three and two team will be the Browns. So the Chargers are losing. Yes. Yep. Yep. Shocker. Uh, <laughs> wow. This is actually a really good game. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. a kind of a clash of styles, uh, where the Browns really want to muck it up, run the ball, all that stuff. Where obviously the Chargers want to let Herbert cook. It doesn't roll off the tongue, does it? No, no. Let uh, Justin cook. No, no, not really. No. I have die. Yeah, it's bad. I'll take the Chargers though. Mm, Henry, don't do this to me. Yeah, I mean, I have to. It's, <laughs> it's just one of those things where it's like, okay, if the Chargers get up early, the Browns aren't coming back. If the Browns get up early, the Chargers can come back. So you kind of have like this, hmm. like seventy-five percent. It's an interesting way of Chargers. looking at yeah, it. Yeah, I just. It's a little simplified, but yeah, they're talented enough. I don't think they're just gonna get totally run over. They could though. They really could. Um, and this is gonna be a Chargers game for me. Just it's... the better quarterback isn't even close. I'm just going with the home team here. It's fair. It's very fair. Um, I wouldn't be surprised. I think it's like a two point game in Vegas. Yep, for sure. All right, and last one, Monday night ball. So we start with the AFC West Broncos on Thursday night, end with the AFC West with the Raiders at Chiefs. Yeah, so here's what I think is going to happen. The Broncos are going to win tomorrow night. Everyone's going to be feeling good. And then come Monday Night Football, the Chiefs are going to beat the Raiders by so many points that it actually takes the wind out of our sails. And everyone's like, oh, my God, if we can't even beat the Raiders and the Chiefs can beat them by 31, uh, we're all in big, big trouble. So, yeah, 41-10 Chiefs. Was it last year that the Raiders beat the Chiefs in Arrowhead, or was that two years ago? I think it was last year. If it was last year, then Ryan, I'm I'm with you. It's gonna it, it's gonna be a blowout. The line is seven, and I love that. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, I I mean I had the Bucks on Sunday, <laughs> and I, obviously that didn't work out. I just I I could really see how the Raiders would go in there and beat the Chiefs. They have the pass rush to make a mess. They have like Nate Hobbs will make like a play or two in the middle of the field. Like, Derek Carr is capable with Devontae Adams of putting up a bunch of points. Josh Jacobs, the Broncos fixed Josh Jacobs. But, like, I just can't not pick the Chiefs after what happened to me this week. And so I have to take the Chiefs. Yeah, very fair. Would you guys say the AFC West has been a little disappointing so far? A lot disappointing. Okay, a lot. Well, we have been disappointing in our AFC West picks. (sighs) In first place in our AFC West picks is Ryan, Henry, and myself. Oh, We're all tied. Whoa. We're all tied at five and eight. Oh, so sounds like the AFC West. Henry and I will have the same record after this week. And Ryan, you'll either be one game ahead of us or one game, or one game oh, wow. behind. So that Chargers Browns game, lot riding on it. And another update for you: our season-long every, team. Every time I pick against the Chargers, the the chat oh, they loves love it. it, especially Jose, <laughs> especially Jose. Um, man. Two weeks, we got an interesting one. Broncos, Chargers. Sure do. Could both be three and two or two and three? Yeah, it could be. This game is so important for the Broncos. 
It's tomorrow. Yes. I mean, if they win that one, I'll feel confident going, you know, forward. If they don't, they got this is like a big time look in the mirror 12 days. Like, who really are you? Because I completely agree. Team with Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> the Colts <laughs> are bad. The the Colts are are really bad. And then you're like, exactly. But who who are you? You mm-hmm. lost to the Seahawks. You lost to the Colts. You barely beat the Texans. You barely beat the 49ers. But like you said, that one's looking one. a, a bit better. And then you lost to the Raiders. And then then that's when you'll be thinking, well, shoot, what's it going to look like when they actually play a good team? Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um. So for our season standings in third place season standings of what um oh, sorry our season standings of our season long teams our draft teams. oh what, what do yes. we call this i never know what to call it um i have season long teams <laughs> is my headline it doesn't really ring the uh, I'll, I'll think more on okay it. okay but ryan as you're thinking you don't have to think long because you're in third okay seven <laughs> you, got, you got 17 wins on your schedule have Henry's, you been t- tallying the losses um, I have not been. No, doesn't matter. Really, I'm just interested. In what, oh, that's what the true. record they really is. They could conflict a little. Okay, I can do that. They could next conflict week. a little. Henry, you have 19 wins in second place. Oh no! And your boys in first with 25. Okay, <laughs> I thought it could be worse. Who's on my team again? <laughs> you have the Bucks, so you <laughs> okay. got you got a loss this week. Yeah. The Broncos. Okay. Mm-hmm. Bengals. Oh uh, yeah. Colts. Mm-hmm. Let's see where this is going mm-hmm. wrong. Titans. <laughs> Raiders. Oof. Cowboys. Panthers, Jets, and the football team. That's like you were just like drafting from the bottom. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like the top ten picks in the The worst. The Bengals and the Colts. Really killing me. Titans not helping either. Three and four. They've got Titans actually have three really easy games. Oh, that's good. They might be like five and two. Wow. So that game's now going to look harder than it looked. Yeah, after, well, like, the yeah first there's two. a chance. What's your squad? I've got the Bills, Chargers, Chiefs, Eagles. Eagles steal the draft yeah, fourth round. Definitely, yeah. uh, Cardinals, Patriots, Dolphins, <laughs> Bears, Giants, and Browns. So uh, a little strong back half. And then Henry, you've got the Packers, Rams, Ravens, 49ers, Saints, Vikings, Steelers, Jaguars, Lions, and Falcons. I feel good about like the very end of mine. It's just like the Rams are killing me. Yours is, yeah. Yours, you have a your bottom tier teams are Falcons, aren't Lions, that Jags, bad. Yeah. yeah, but if if my top tier teams just actually start playing like that, it would yeah. go a long way for me. Well, Ryan, you're gonna get one win likely tomorrow with the Broncos and Colts. <laughs> you got them both on your squad. Oh um, yeah, I have a tie. Please give me credit for that. In my, uh... You do, you do. Sure, <laughs> uh, I will give you half a point for that. <laughs> Um, okay, Survivor, last thing we've got to do. And as I said yesterday, a big development. One of us is out. Oh, okay. One of I, us is out. The way, you deter- the way you delivered that made me think that both of us were mm, out. Ryan, oh. I picked the Packers last week. Okay. Henry, Ryan picked the Packers last week. Oh. Ryan, Henry, Pick the Detroit Lions. <laughs> what a dumb pick! I panicked. <laughs> I mean, the, the Lions, the Seahawks. I didn't think they were. Beat a Isn't it so crazy just how unbalanced the Lions are? The worst defense in the NFL, and I think the best scoring, scoring offense, wise, yeah, or second best. Yeah, yeah it, it's it's best. one of those two. Best. That's insane. so awesome. Insane, but I mean, Detroit's got to love this, right? If they're like going to be really bad, at least they're exciting. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, 
that team is fun to watch every yes. single week. <laughs> yes. Who would have ever? I watch them play them? and I'm like, how do they do this? How yeah. did they score touchdowns? <laughs> it's so true. They have 11 more points than the Chiefs in second place. Unbelievable. Oh, wow. The Chiefs. Do you have Jared Goff stats? They're just stupidly good. So is he their quarterback next year? I mean, they're not going to have a draft pick high enough That's to get true. one. They That's are really one true. in three. That's we fair. we can okay. cool okay. it a little bit. Okay. But they're going to beat. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a chance. Uh, completed 61% of his passes, mm. 281 a game, well, 11 okay. touchdowns, three sacks. I mean, interceptions, five sacks. 11 to three. About 100 you, pass rating. You would take that. It, would you take that over Russell Wilson's four to one right now? Uh, yeah. Yes, of course. Yeah. That's nuts. Yeah, <laughs> I, and, and I don't say that in a, in a knock to Russ. I say that in like a very big compliment to Jared Goff. Yeah, I was just I've just been taking the under like in every game, um, except for the ones that involve like the Chiefs or the Lions. Or <laughs> that's the so Chiefs weird. or the Lions. But, yeah, that's so weird to say. <laughs> but I uh, I realize it's just because every week I watch the Buffs and the Broncos, and it, scoring points looks so hard. Yeah. And then I'm like, how are these other teams doing this? So what are the, What's their secret? <laughs> it's so true. It, it's so crazy watching primetime football with good teams that can score because it's exactly right. It's like, is the field bigger? Right. Like, what's, what's happening? <laughs> Why does it look so hard for us? <laughs> All right, let's get our picks in for this week's Survivor Picks. I can go first if you guys need some more time. I'm going to... Man, I don't want to feel like Henry after this week, but I'm going to go the Good Jacksonville call. Jaguars, oh, which makes me feel a Henry style there. They're playing Yikes. the Texans, but I think, Trev, I think Trev's got me here. All right. Have I used the Bills yet? Um, Ryan has not used the Bills. Is this the time to burn them? Mm, actually, yeah. Yep. Yep. Bills. Okay. Who, Bills. who do they have? They have the Steelers against Kenny Pickett. Um, and they're 14-point favorites. Yeah, that one's going to hit. Yep, <laughs> you're going to stay alive another uh, another year or another week. I've got to burn a team, right? Got so you want to – you're actually trying to – I'll take to, the Jets. Actually trying to lose here. Yeah. 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 Okay, so – I'll take the Jets. And uh, it doesn't matter for Henry's, nope. but that's one you burned. Man, I hope the Jets win. That'd be, <laughs> that, that would be great. Take off the Dolphins. <laughs> I mean, I guess it doesn't really matter. You just want to burn a bad team. Yeah, exactly. You would never pick otherwise. You did. Okay, (laughs) we'll we'll see how it goes, man. What an action pack. I kind of like these short weeks. Uh, We we fit everything in, and the short weeks mean you can get in on the Denver Broncos over at DraftKings Sportsbook on Thursday. And I believe they're going to have their early win boost again, so you can get in on that. Broncos three-point favorites, but... They also have so many props up there. If you're like Ryan and you really like Melvin going off for a game this week, his props over at DraftKings, I think they're set at 51 and a half for rushing. Big, big Melvin guy. Big Melvin <laughs> guy. About me. Uh, I think Cortland Sutton's at 65, so you want to get in on those props, you can go over to DraftKings Sportsbook. But if you're a new user and want to get in, you bet $5 money line on any NFL team, you win $200 in free bets immediately, which you can use on any game in the NFL, any game in sports. So head to the App Store now download the top rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR when you sign up in order to get $200 in free bets that's by placing a $5 money line bet and on any team it doesn't even have to win just use promo code DNVR when you sign up also get some beef from our friends over at Hassle Cattle Company and if you want to try it out just come by the tailgate tomorrow mm. because we will have the grill fired up with Hassle Cattle Company meat slabbing on there you know mm. you can smell those smells of that delicious wagyu beef Love grilling on the grill 
little smoke billowing from the corner of the tailgate over Ooh. there. All you Feeling want. A good picture. It's a Wagyu beef sausage or a Wagyu beef burger. Those are the things that we have over at the tailgate. And those are just a few of the things you can get from our friends over at Hassel Cattle Company. And you can get 20% off that delicious Wagyu Texas beef by using the code DNVR20. Mm -hmm. So use the code DNVR20. Get you some delicious, delicious Hassel Cattle Company beef. That sounds amazing. Is that it? That is it. That is it. it. All right. Should we hop into the comment section? Hit some super chats first? Yep. Let's do it. First one coming in from our guy, Brian Parra, says, stopping by to remind y'all one Melvin hater day here. Day one Melvin. Oh, day one Melvin hater here. Wow. <laughs> Thanks for paying us money for that. Oh, Brian. man. I just realized that like <laughs> the original Melvin hate stemmed from Phil. Yep. Yeah. Phil oh. will be in the building <laughs> on Thursday and likely going to touch the ball likely gonna touch the ball how crazy there is, is that? a dark picture out there there is a very i don't dark have to paint it but you guys there. can imagine it yep. so uh on the dnvr broncos twitter account we put out today are you worried about a philip Lindsay revenge game has 219 likes 58 comments and the comments are pretty darn split oh really you... i saw the first few and they were all no yeah and there, there's some a, a lot of no's but there's some people worried about that okay maybe it, scrolling through maybe there are more no's than yeses should the broncos be worried about that i mean it's it's in the world of things that could happen and it's definitely the most painful one that could happen so you have to be a little bit worried about it. That way you're not as caught off guard if it happens. But we've talked about it, guys. Philip Lindsay has not been good since he left Denver. Now that doesn't mean he can never be good again. And so that's the you know, that's the thing that you keep in mind. I just mostly think of like, what if the thing happens to Melvin? <laughs> yeah. And also yeah. Philip Lindsay kills it. Like that's just a nightmare. Here's why you don't have to be worried about it. For the most part, is Phil, if he's brought up from the practice squad, which I assume he will be, he's going to be their third running back. So he may get one to two touches. So he's not going to have the opportunities. But what if that one touch goes for 54 yards and a touchdown? Well, I think it's one of those things where he, they're going to probably – if I'm a coach, I'm looking at a guy going into his home stadium against a team that let him go and saying, like, I'm, this guy's getting an opportunity tonight. Mm and you know who knows if he starts off well then he keeps getting the ball um but again it's it's down there low on the list of things that are likely to happen yeah, yeah. but it could happen man and uh, our uh, our poll in the youtube comment section 71 percent of people right now saying they are not worried about that yeah i think that's a good place to be yep all right cody with a super chat who says he fumbles in this game and i'm sending him a bill for a tv because something will probably get thrown through mine <laughs> wow um, he probably won't it. pay that no, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. just a, just a heads up no dylan smith says it wouldn't be too much for saquon i think would even with him being in a contract year the, the giants aren't going to give him up now no they're no. they're they have a playoff spot right now. yeah yeah and and like the guy that they spend a high pick on that they never should have yeah uh is finally paying off for them yeah they're not giving him away no Definitely not. He is a free agent after this year, but it doesn't make sense for the Broncos to pay big money for him. Plus, he's not from Colorado, so. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, now let's dive into the comments on the website. First one coming in from RK's Burner account. It says, hi, gentlemen. 
Don't want to be a downer, but when I played football, I tore my ACL, LCL, and PCL on a single play. The doctor that I worked with called it the Holy Trinity injury. Oh, my gosh. It took two years of rehab and never was quite the same again. Obviously, I'm not the beast Javante is, but just to keep Broncos country expectations realistic, we might not see Javante at full speed for a while. On the bright side... Can we talk about how good Montrell has been? <laughs> Boy, talk about bringing a black wow. hole and then shining a little light yeah. through it. Who is the player? There is a player. Oh, J.K. Dobbins. J.K. Dobbins had the same injury last hmm. year. He is playing right now for the Ravens, and he's. I think he played well recently. Yeah, I think he – was it last week he yeah. played well? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. just to – It was the same severity? Yes. Okay, yes. okay, so that's encouraging. Kind of flush out that yeah. – uh, negativity just brought here and, and another encouraging thing is Montreal washington 22 yards per return this past yep. week uh he now looks like the guy we expected like a really good returner and i'm confident in him i don't know the last time we have been able to say that about a returner he's gonna get one soon he is mm. it's weird though because what he's so good at is just working his way through tight spaces yep so you want like he'd have to go a long way through all these guys to actually like come free at the end well all the guys are going this way and then you're going this way so you just have to get past like three or four and then you're good he's gotten past like six before <laughs> well though. that's when he's more like dancing around <laughs> yeah. trying to dodge guys but usually the punter turns that happen are like you break one tackle and it, you know the defense was overcommitted one way yep. you go back the other way you're gone right yep exactly Next one coming in from Melbourne Broncos says, my boys. So I tried finding the stats for Montreal Washington to see if he had any drops. Looks like he has none. I'd love to see him at wide receiver more with those sure hands. And boy, do we miss Tim Patrick's safe hands. Cheers. Hard to get, hard to drop the ball when they don't throw it to you. Ah, so true. <laughs> so true. <laughs> he did have a really sweet catch that was out of bounds on a slot fade. Yeah, he did, and he was really reliable as a receiver uh, in training camp, and I was really impressed with that. Yep. I'd like to see, honestly, some five wide with KJ and Montrell on the field. Absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. At least throw the defense off. Yes, exactly. Give them a look that they're not used to. And honestly, I don't heard of four verticals i'm fine with five verticals oh yeah just let russ pick which one he likes the best <laughs> in the yeah. moment i'm down i'm down i feel like we're gonna see a lot of kj this week yeah i think so too what does a lot mean because it, i uh, guarantee there'll be a lot more than last week definitely so let's say they have like 65 plays he's out there for 25 okay yeah not yeah. quite half okay yep way more than last week though yep i'd like to see them use him or jerry honestly in some of those like backfield motions where you're seeing a lot of teams do it either you're trying to clear out the linebacker when you send them in like that orbit style motion um i'm fine with doing that with kj or jerry and then the thing is like if you get a soft zone then you just throw it out there uh into the flat for them and let them make a move and get up field it's incredible how those it's in it's so easy to see those on tv and be like throw it to him he's got seven yeah. yards and then you throw it to him and he gets seven yards and you're like why is the defense allowing that well it's because the the rest of the offense is doing things to allow that but those are just give me plays that ryan absolutely they should be doing yep and you know you can do it to really any like one philosophy might be you want to do it to Cortland because he has a better chance of like breaking a tackle with his strength right mm -hmm. the other philosophy is you do it to jerry because he you know he's a little more wiggly yeah. the other option is you do it to kj because he has more burst like yeah I'm fine with any of them. Yeah, I mean, that's something San Francisco did on Monday night with Debo, and it was just like, oh, this is unstoppable. That Debo touchdown was so sick. <laughs> yes, yeah. it was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did you see him troll 
uh, Jalen Ramsey after the game. Oh my goodness, that was really good. <laughs> Mark It snatches. Hey guy, TLDR, it's coming, uh, but that moment will take longer than it did with PFM. I think we can just take his word for that. TLDR. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I. Peyton Manning is literally. You could make a case he's best offensive coordinator in NFL history. Yeah. He also yeah. happened to play quarterback. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and because of that. Anything like it, nothing is going to be the same as it was with him. I think it'll take a little bit longer. And by the way, um, the one big difference between Matt Stafford's success instantly in LA and Tom Brady's success instantly in Tampa Bay is those guys were going into established systems Mm -hmm. where they were being plugged in and the only person that had to learn it was them. And I think that's another thing that maybe was just overlooked a little bit by me and other people coming into this season is just... It's not just Russ that had to learn the offense. It was every player on the offense that had to learn this offense. And that's a big difference from like McVay has this system humming. And he's like, man, if I could just have a quarterback who makes a little bit better throws than the one I got, I have right now, that could take us a long way. And he was right. So that's the other thing is all these guys have to get it. It's clearly not working so far in the run blocking uh, realm. No. And we knew that. Like that was something even the coaches told us is it's kind of hard to teach this system to these offensive linemen. Um, and like, I think it was maybe in OTAs when they're like, they're still not trusting it. Like mm-hmm. you just have to trust it. It's a big system where you got to believe that the guy next to you is doing his job. Right. A hundred percent, Ryan. Uh, that's why I'm saying I'm given this offense until mid season until I'm starting to worry about, uh, is this offense ever going to come together? But we're only halfway th- to that point too. Right. So I, I'm not freaking out yet. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you just have to stay around 500 to that point you know if you drop these next two and you're sitting there at two and four it's not really going to matter if you get the offense figured out man i you got to be above 500 because after the buy is when it gets so hard it does get tough what are the next four are indy chargers jets jags yep that's that should be you should be able to get yourself above 500 chargers looks easier than at the beginning of the season jaguars looks harder colts looks easier and jets yeah the same that suck so i mean that's two (laughs) games that look easier and only one game that looks harder by the way two at home one on the road one neutral yep exactly chargers and jags feel like 50 50 games yeah i I thought you meant fan base wise and i was gonna say yeah yeah (laughs) that is true but i think like uh Maybe forty yeah, to fifty percent chance you win those. E- either one of the e- each of those, and those other two you should win. You can make a case that's three home games and a neutral. You really could. And and I don't know what the Jags fans are like in London. I imagine since they've adopted it so much that they have a pretty good fan base. But I know there's going to be a lot of Broncos fans too. There is going to be a lot of Broncos fans. There's also just like a big, uh, you know, in like a, in an election when the there's like a third party and everyone's like that party's just taking away votes from the other two right right that's what it's like in london where it's just like oh i'm just a vikings fan who happens to be here and there's like a bunch of just random assorted just a fan of the brand (laughs) love the league yep we're all uh oh who was the actor that was sitting at the super rob Lowe. yeah just a bunch of rob Lowe's out there (laughs) maybe i should get one of those nfl hats (laughs) it's great it's great (laughs) what a meme ps2 comes in and says hey guys Broncos fans are the most to blame for the Gordon fumbles. Listen to that again. Broncos fans are the most to blame for the Gordon fumbles. Since joining the team, he has been scrutinized for being a really good running back. From the moment he joined the team, he has never received any love from the fans. People complaining he took Philip Lindsay's job and how he took away carries from Javante. For the last three years, he's been consistently told he sucked 
and they wanted him off the team. If someone told me for three straight years I sucked at my job, I would not have confidence in my skills to do my job. Broncos fans need to do better, plain and simple. These players are human and not just a pawn for your entertainment. I, I don't think it's the Broncos fans are most to blame. Um, but that's kind of why I've been trying to get everyone to like try and rally a little bit because yep. it definitely doesn't help when a guy's in his head if everyone is telling him that he sucks. It, it, it is unfortunate, but the difference between people telling you you do your job bad and what you're saying happens with Melvin, the Broncos have said you do your job really well. They gave him $8 mm-hmm. million dollars the first year, $8 million <laughs> mm-hmm. the second year, and then this year they brought him back at, at a significant pay cut, but they're still giving him $2.5 million. You're inside the building. like His bosses, the people actually care uh, a, a, about him and have that, that should have that impact on him are telling him that, that he's doing a good enough job. It doesn't get any better in this comment. Broncos Superfan who says, I appreciate all your coverage and work. I live in San Diego, so I have firsthand experience of Gordon. All five Chargers fans down here call don't didn't call him a good running back. Where else in life can you make this many mistakes, apologize, and do the same thing again and be forgiven? This is like a cheating spouse. Oh my god. Never liked the Gordon signing. Season is not over yet. At least he says the season is not over. Yep. Because I, I agree with that. Yes. So I guess we can we can uh end there. Oh, <laughs> Melvin <laughs> Melvin did have a couple Pro Bowls while he was there. He did. Like he's a Good he also back. kind of <laughs> he also kind of shit on Chargers fans on his that way out, true. so I'm sure well, he did. the few of them that they are don't really don't really like him. So. Wait, he pooped on him? Yeah, he did. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, and uh, what one more thing is remember, just before his way out, he sat out and left left the team. Uh, he he left the team for like a month of the season. Yeah, yeah, didn't end pretty for them no, for him. No, here. it didn't. He's got a chance to turn around the vibes this week. Yeah. Uh, and that is what everyone will be crossing their fingers for. We shall see if it'll happen. We'll see if the Broncos get that win. You will see us tomorrow. Uh, Henry and I will be doing the tailgate. You'll see that before the game. You'll see the three of us after the game. Should be uh, should be fun. We'll see you guys then. Take you back one last time